What's up, fans? Guys, time with the prize is back! Woo! Let's go! What's up, guys? The prize is back in the podcasting booth. You know, we missed a whole month of July. We had we didn't have one episode in July. Like, what the fuck are we doing here, man? <laughs> but we are back. It's August. It's the 6th. Uh, it's a Saturday. It's a very hot day here in Michigan, and we're back. So thank you for joining us. I really appreciate it. And, yeah, I mean, I don't know what happened there. We missed a whole month of July. We haven't had an episode since late June. And the last time I think we talked, we were talking about the Stanley Cup champions, the Colorado Avalanche. So, yeah, I mean, we're back. So thank you for joining us. And, as always, let's get this train rolling. So, yes, my favorite time of the year. Football is back, baby. I mean, it is back. A couple nights ago, we had the Hall of Fame game between the Las Vegas Raiders and the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Vegas Raiders ended up winning 27-11. Uh, it was good to see. We saw some running backs for the Raiders uh, make some big plays. You know, you had Josh Jacobs, Zamir White, and Amir Abdullah, former Detroit Lion. Um, making their case for the number one spot. So that should be very interesting how the Vegas Raiders are going to use their running backs for the season. And obviously Derek Carr didn't play, rest him for the preseason. And obviously week one, he'd be the starter. But yeah, it was nice to see a couple of, uh, a couple of, you know, second and third string guys out there. And then Trayvon Walker, the number one overall pick in this year's draft for Jacksonville Jaguars. He, he got a sack, man. He looked good. He's strong. He's quick. He has great vision. And, yeah, he's he's looking pretty scary. If he stays healthy and if the Jacksonville Jaguars use him right, he can he can possibly win defensive rookie of the year. But, yeah, he looked, he looked pretty good uh, this past Thursday night. But, yes, football is back, baby. Woo! Man, I can't wait. My favorite time of the year. So, yeah, the Hall of Fame game happened this past Thursday. And then, obviously, preseason starts next Thursday, the 11th. Uh, got some preseason games out there. Um, it's going to be – it's fun, man. But, yeah, football's back. And then, obviously, the fantasy football leagues are going to be starting up. The guys' time of the prize – a fantasy football league will be starting up towards the end of August, so be on the lookout for that. That should be interesting. Crazy Chris is psyched about it. We got two new people in, and uh, we're changing the rules a little bit. You know, we went and we did a head-to-head format last year, but now we're going to do the point system. So whoever has the most points by the end of the se- season, you know, is going to win some money. And then obviously the playoffs, top four teams based on points go to the semifinals should be interesting man i was gonna say he crazy chris suggested the idea and we're gonna roll with it this year so yeah we got that but yeah preseason coming this thursday we got the giants and the patriots you know former opponents in the super bowls two super bowls they fought against each other and then you got titans ravens and then our detroit lions will be playing on friday night 6 p.m against the falcons so that should be very interesting a lot of people out there especially in the state of michigan really believing that the Lions are going to do something this year and you know I'm I said last time that they're going to get six to seven wins but you know I'm not gonna get my hopes up man I really want to see what they can do on the field I mean it's all about how you play and you know at the end of the game the end of the fourth quarter did you win or lose like I want to see results like it's great that they have all these great players on both sides of the ball. They have a very energetic coach, Dan Campbell. I love his energy. I love his positive spirit, his uh, positive mindset. 
But, you know, you got to show that onto the field. And then Brad Holmes, he, I mean, he's making moves left and right. He seems very committed to the general manager position for the Detroit Lions. So we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, they are uh, they're always one of those teams where a lot of people here in Michigan want to have a optimistic approach uh, for them. But, you know, they didn't do too well last year. But, you know, you saw some growth despite the record, despite how they did last year. You saw some growth. I mean, the the culture is somewhat changing. I will say that. Like, they've done more with that franchise this year alone than they had the past 20 years. So, I mean, that's saying something, I guess. They want to win, and I don't blame them. They need to win. You know, you have an opportunity now to possibly compete in the NFC North, possibly get a playoff spot. You know, I mean, Chicago's looking like a trash team. Minnesota's, they're that team that's always going to give you trouble, and then obviously the Packers are going to be the Packers, even without Aaron Rodgers as a big target, Devontae Adams. So it should be interesting, you know, and then obviously they got road games. Uh, they got a road game against the Patriots, so that's going to be a tough one. And then they got a road game against the Dallas Cowboys. Crazy Chris's favorite team, he's begging me to come out, and it's like, man, I don't have the fucking money to come out there. <laughs> but, yeah, I hope he still goes. He's planning on going with uh, Mike Borders, another fan of the show. So hopefully they go over. They have opportunities to go there and watch some good football. But yeah, so the Lions' schedule is looking looking pretty interesting this year. But yeah, we'll see what happens. There are they are featured on uh, this year's Hard Knocks on HBO. I think it starts tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. So you can stream it on HBO Max. It should be a good one. I'm gonna definitely have to check it out just to see <laughs> how Dan Campbell is and how the other players are. But uh. Yeah, and, and talking about the Lions, if they really want to be successful this year, Jared Goff has to go lights out. I mean, he cannot afford any mistakes. He cannot afford losing games. Like, he, if he's making throws, they have to be precise on the money every single time. And he has no excuses now. He's got targets. He's got Amara St. Brown, who had a great season last year. He went 90 catches without a drop. I mean, that's, an, that's amazing. So you got him. You got DJ Chark. You got him from from Jacksonville Jaguars during the offseason. So that's another big threat. You got the rookie, Jamison Williams, who might not even be ready by week one because he's still recovering from an ACL tear that he suffered in the championship game against Georgia this past January. So you got him. You got TJ Hawkinson. Hopefully he can stay healthy. And then obviously you got DeAndre Swift, a great weapon in the passing game. You know, Not only can he run, but he's a good receiving threat as well. So you have all these guys that can – you know, you got Josh Reynolds, you know, you got Khalif Raymond, you got all these guys who can make plays. So Jared Goff, get your shit together. You got but he has to ball out this year. He has to show the NFL. He has to show the Detroit Lions. He has to show the fans that he can play this game. So better get your shit together, Goff, because all eyes are on you, my friend. They're always on the quarterback. So we'll see how the Lions do this year. But yeah, check out the hard knocks. Detroit Lions, it starts this Sunday, tomorrow, on HBO Max. Stream it. I think you can watch it anytime or, you know, watch it later in, later in the night. I think it comes on, like, at maybe 8 o'clock, perhaps. I'm not really sure what time. But, yeah, stream it on HBO Max. Should be a good one. So, yeah, you got that. And then we got a bunch of other preseason games starting next week. So, yeah, football's back, maybe. <laughs> I love it. So, yeah, you got that. And then uh, talking about football still lots of 
re-signings this past offseason. Obviously, Kyler Murray signed that five-year, $230 million deal, $160 million guaranteed, and then there was a clause in his contract that he had to do four hours of study. That fucker should already be studying the playbook and watching film. Why do you have to put a clause in it? But they took the clause out. It was really confusing. It was really weird. Uh, but, yeah, there was reports even last year that he just didn't watch film. And, you know, as the quarterback, you know, you're the franchise player. You're the face of that franchise. And you're telling me you don't watch film. You don't take notes. You don't, you know, read up on the defenses. You don't watch, you don't watch anything. Like, you don't take anything in. Like, what the hell's wrong with you, man? Like you're the goddamn quarterback for the for the Arizona Cardinals, man. Like you got you got to show up. You know you got to do your job on the field and off. So I'm hearing these reports that he doesn't watch film. It's it's bullshit. Like dude, you're getting paid all this money. You better watch fucking film. The fact that they even put that clause in into his contract, it, it's embarrassing in my opinion. But it is what it is. But they took it out. So hopefully he'll get his shit together. But, yeah, big contract for Kyler Murray. I mean, how you guys feel about that? I mean, he's a good player. He's fun to watch, but he hasn't really done anything. I mean, they got their asses kicked last year in the playoffs by the Super Bowl champions, Rams, you know. And then they they were on this, they started a season 7-0 and and then kind of fizzled out after. I mean, they still made it to the playoffs, but they got their asses kicked in the playoffs. So it's just like, does he deserve that money, you know? Like I said, I mean, he puts up – Big fancy points if you guys have them in your fancy leagues. I mean, I, I guess that's good for you guys if you guys win that week. But, you know, wins and losses, man. You know, championships, playoff wins, you know, conference title wins. That's well, that's what we're looking at now. So, yeah, big contract extension for Kyler Murray. And then so we'll see what happens. We'll see what the Arizona Cardinals can do. I mean, you're going to miss uh, DeAndre Hopkins six games because of PEDs. You're possibly going to miss Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, because of reckless driving. So, you know, you're already down your top two targets. So possibly. So we'll we'll see what happens. So, yeah, you got that. And then Deshaun Watson getting suspended for six games. Uh, the NFL is appealing that. They want him done for a year, suspended for a year, and fined. So originally, right now, he's only suspended for six games, no fine. No, all those sexual assault or misconduct accusations, 24 women came forward, man. So that's, uh, that's not good. That's not, that's not a good sign for the Browns. But, yeah, if he's gone for six games, what? Are we going to trust Jacoby Brissett? to win games to be the starting quarterback i mean jesus i feel bad for amari cooper <laughs> guy got got released got traded from dallas to the browns and he has no quarterback for six games so i don't know man it, it's crazy but the browns looking pretty shitty right now you know you lost baker mayfield to the carolina panthers so that should be an interesting quarterback matchup between him and sam darnold <clears throat> But now you don't you don't have anyone like Jacoby Brissett. Like you're we're really gonna put all our chips in on him. So some crazy shit going on. Yeah, these these ads every single time, every single time they come up. But uh, yeah, they you know Jacoby Brissett, man. I mean it's just ah I don't know. It's I just don't trust them. But yeah, we'll see what happens. It's gonna be some crazy off season shit going on. But yeah, Kyler Murray getting that extension. How you guys feel about that? I was gonna say, let me know, let me know when I post in the comments section because that's really interesting. So, yeah, you got that. And then we also we had a lot of wide receivers. 
getting contract extensions this offseason. So, yeah, uh, Deontay Johnson, he's the latest wide receiver to get a contract extension uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, yeah, he got a two-year deal uh, that averages $18.355 million a year. And then he it's worth up to almost $40 million if he reaches incentives and he gets $27 million guaranteed. And that's from Brooke Pryor uh, from ESPN. So, yeah, another uh, interesting player. I mean, he had a decent year last year. Um, you know, he made plays and, yeah, he balled out, you know. But now it's like he doesn't have a quarterback because Ben Roethlisberger is retired. Uh, I heard Mitchell Trubisky's struggling with the offense, so that's not good. And then Mason Rudolph, I mean, are you going to put all your chips in on him? And then Kenny Pickett, he's a, court, he's a rookie quarterback out of the University of Pittsburgh. I mean, are we going to really trust him too? So it's uh it's a it's an interesting situation over there in Pittsburgh. But yeah, Deontay Johnson, one of the um more, you know, exciting wide receivers, possibly underrated. I don't know how you guys feel about him, but yeah, he gets a contract extension for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's the latest to get one. So yeah, you got that, and then you got crazy Chris's boy, Debo Samuel signing in the contract extension with the San Francisco 49ers. I knew he was going to stay. <laughs> I think Chris, Crazy Chris, was being too optimistic. Oh, he's going to come to Dallas. No, he's staying with San Fran. They're going to get a deal done. And they did. Three years, $73.5 million, $58.1 million guaranteed, according to Ian Rappaport from, uh, from NFL Network. So that should be interesting as well. I mean, he was used as a running back, so he had a lot of rushing statistics last year and then obviously in the passing game he was used quite often but yeah the guy's running the ball and he's catching the ball and he's even throwing the ball last year we saw him throw the ball a few times so yeah he's like that all-around good player so yeah he played in 16 games last year he had 77 catches for 1,405 yards and six touchdowns and then he had 59 carries for 365 yards and uh team leading eight rushing scores so he's a wide receiver and he led the team in rushing touchdowns, which is fucking crazy. But just shows what kind of athlete he is. He's a great athlete. He's fun to watch. He's quick. But, yeah, he he's uh, he balled out last year. We'll see what he can do this year. But, yeah, sign an extension onto his deal that he had already. And, yeah, he, he's balling out, man. So, yeah, good for him. He kicked ass last year. Hopefully he does some good things. But, yeah, who's going to be the quarterback in San Fran now? I mean, you got Jimmy G. You know, they're trying to trade for Jimmy G. And then you got Trey Lance, the the rookie from last year out of North Dakota State. We'll see what happens. We'll see what he can do. But, yeah, Debo Samuel, another wide receiver, signed uh, an extension. So you got that. And then D.K. Metcalf from Seattle signed a big extension. Three-year, $72 million extension with the Seattle Seahawks. See, I feel bad for that poor bastard. He has no quarterback. He has no team. Like that team, they're going to they're going to finish last in the NFC West, in my opinion. I mean, they have nobody. They have nobody. I mean, you got Jamal Adams, one of the best safeties around, who injured his hand. You got no quarterback. I mean, are we really believing in Drew Locke? You really think he can throw the deep ball to DK Metcalf? I mean, that's a big target. I mean, I I just don't see that happening, man. I feel bad for the CLC Hawks. I feel bad for DK Metcalf. I mean, guys, uh, big target he's a great athlete but he has no quarterback no one's going to throw him the ball I mean are we really putting our confidence in Drew Locke like no I, I just don't see it happening I really think DK Metcalf he's going to struggle this year because he has no one to throw him the ball 
But yeah, he signed a three-year, $72 million extension, $58.2 million in guarantees, but he's not going to do anything. You know, he might have a decent year, but he's not going to put up big numbers like, you know, Devontae Adams or the Stephon Diggs and Jamar Chases and the Justin Jeffersons of this league, the Cooper Cups, even Devo Samuels. I just don't see DK Metcalf putting those numbers up. When you don't have a quarterback, when you don't have a team, you know, not a lot of good things happen. So, I mean, I don't know. I just see bad things happening in Seattle this year, and I feel bad for DK Metcalf because he's a great he's a great athlete. I mean, he's big, he's strong, he's physical. You know, he can make plays when he wants to, but when you don't have a quarterback who's going to throw you the deep ball, you know, <laughs> what's the point? I mean, there's really no, there's really no motivation there. There's really no confidence or good things going to happen coming out of that. So, but yeah, DK Metcalf, another wide receiver ex- signing in a contract extension. But yeah, lots of wide receivers getting some getting paid like quarterbacks this year it seems like so yeah you got that going on and then yeah obviously you had Aaron Rodgers sign a big contract this past offseason to stay with the Green Bay Packers so that should be interesting and then Cooper Cup signed an extension three-year up to 80 million dollars so he's going to be staying put in with the Rams for a while and then Aaron Donald, the best defensive player in the league right now, he restructured his contract. That will pay him $65 million over the next two seasons. So that's crazy. And then the deal is designed to allow Donald to retire in year three or return in 2024 for an additional $30 million. He's the highest-paid non-quarterback in NFL history, and this is from Ian Rappaport on NFL.com. And then rightfully so. The guy is a beast. The guy is an animal. You double team him, double team him. It doesn't matter. He finds a way to get to the ball carry. He finds a way to get to the quarterback and make the play. The guy's a monster. I mean, the best defensive player right now. I mean, anyone wants to argue with me about that? Uh, just see what he's done. I mean, All Pros, Super Bowl champ, uh, MVP. I mean, the guy's the guy's a monster. I mean, he is fun to watch. He's I mean, it's scary how big he is, but how quick he is as well. I mean, I would not want that motherfucker coming after me for sure. I would want him to be on my team. But, yeah, as a quarterback, I would be shitting my pants if he came after me. So, But, yeah, he is so fun to watch, and he proved it in the Super Bowl, made a nice few plays, and, yeah, got his ring finally. But, yeah, Aaron Donald, beast. Definitely the best defensive player in the league right now. So, yeah, he signed an extension uh, this past off, or got his contract restructured, I should say. And then Julio Jones joined the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Tom Brady. And then, obviously, you had Gronk retiring for good, but we'll see. (laughs) We'll see if he comes back. But then, yeah, you got that. And then Chris Godwin signing a three-year, $60 million contract, $40 million million guaranteed. So, yeah, another big target for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, yeah, lots of re-signings, lots of things going on. Jarvis Landry uh, joining the Saints. So that should be interesting, him and Jameis Winston. That should be an interesting matchup there. Baker Mayfield, you know, getting traded to the Carolina Panthers. So him and Sam Darnold, that should be an interesting quarterback matchup there. And then Marcus Mariota going to the Falcons. So, obviously, he's going to be the starter there. And then Kirk Cousins getting a contract one year, $35 million guaranteed. Does he deserve it, though? I mean, 
finds a way to pull a win out of his ass every once in a while, especially against our Lions. So, <laughs> so yeah, we'll see with that. And then Aaron Rodgers signed a 150.815 million dollar extension next over the next three years. Um, the biggest deal for a quarterback. He's got 101.515 million dollars fully guaranteed. So big money for Aaron Rodgers, and you now that's the thing. Does he deserve it? I mean, he's getting old. He's won one Super Bowl in his career. They lost to the San Francisco 49ers in the playoffs last year at home when it was snowy and it was January. You let a sunshine team, stay, uh, you know, team like the San Francisco 49ers come in and embarrass you like that, man. I mean, and you know, Aaron Rodgers, he played like shit that game, so. I don't know, but yeah, he's staying with the quarter and he's staying with the Packers. So yeah, you got old man Rodgers staying put, and then obviously Khalif Raymond signed to a two-year deal. Josh Reynolds, as I mentioned earlier, DJ Chark, one-year, ten million dollar deal that is fully guaranteed. So yeah, lots of targets there for Jared Goff. So no excuses. Make make the make the damn play. You know, hit your targets. That's it, man. And then Carson Wentz going to the. Going to the Washington Commanders. Uh, Boston Scott re-signing with the Eagles, running back, uh, running back for the for the Eagles. Michael Gallup signed a five-year, $57.5 million deal, $23 million guaranteed. He was hurt for the most part last year, so that should be interesting how that goes. You know, Dallas Cowboys, obviously Crazy Chris's favorite team. So, yeah, he thinks they're going to do good this year. Uh, I mean – you know, they have a great offense. Their defense is looking pretty good, too. But at the same time, you know, when it's close to the end of the season and playoff time, they, they kind of shit the bed. So we'll see if uh, anything happens, if anything changes this year for the Dallas Cowboys. So you got that. And then the Chargers, yeah, look out for Justin Herbert, man. Watch out for that team. You know, their defense is loaded now. You got Derwin James. You got J.C. Jackson. You got Joey Bosa. You got – Khalil Mack from the Chicago Bears so that that defense is definitely really stacked for the Los Angeles Chargers so it should be interesting and obviously you got Justin Herbert you got Austin Eckler you got Keenan Allen you got Mike Williams so yeah that that offense is looking pretty damn good but yeah watch out for them that's my sleeper team to do great things this year so yeah watch out for the Los Angeles Chargers I think they're going to compete in the in the AFC West with the with the Chiefs, with the Raiders, and with the Broncos, so that's my sleeper team right there. So yeah, lots of lots of re-signings. Like I said, football is back, baby. I cannot wait. I am so excited. Preseason starts next next Thursday. Check it out. The Lions play Friday night, the twelfth, against the Falcons. Check it out. You got the Lions Hard Knocks documentary on HBO Max. Stream it tomorrow. You know I am. You, you you know damn well I'm gonna stream that bitch. So <laughs> yeah, stream that. And then yeah, lots of wide receivers getting extended this off season. So yeah, that is crazy enough. That is all the football news I got today. And then obviously, as I mentioned earlier, be on the lookout for guys time the prize uh fantasy football this year. Second year going. We're changing things up, we're spicing things up a little bit. Crazy Chris and I should be a go on twelve man league point system and a whole lot of fun so i hope the guys enjoy but yeah this is our second year doing doing it so 
hopefully it's a good one. I think it will be. But, yeah, guys, time for Bryce Fantasy Football. Be on the lookout for that. I'm sure I'll be posting a lot on Facebook and Instagram. Guys, time for Bryce, Zach Bryce. Check it out. It's going to be a good one. So, yeah, believe it or not, that's all the football talk I have for today. Now, it's not <laughs> as the season progresses, we're going to be talking about football a lot. But that, that is all I have for football. And to wrap up this episode today, we are going to talk about some UFC fights coming up. I mean, this UFC fight schedule, it's insane. I mean, Dana White, marketing genius. He knows what these people want. He knows what the fuck he's doing. And psh, rightfully so. I mean, last Saturday you had a decent main card featuring Amanda Nunez, the lioness, going up against Juliana Pena for the UFC women's bantamweight title. And But Juliana Pena, let's not forget about her. She didn't quit, man. I mean, she was bloodied. She was hurt. She was bruised. She was cut. She was exhausted, tired, out, and she didn't quit. I mean, there was multiple times in that fight where she could have got a submission in on Amanda Nunez, but obviously the sweat and the blood, it was just slipping off her hand, slipping off her wrist. But she didn't give up, man. Juliana Pena, uh, big credit to her. Shout out to her. She really did uh, fight like a true champion, like a true warrior. But unfortunately, she lost the title. So Amanda Nunez is the new UFC bantamweight champion. Should be an interesting one. Who's she going to face next? Is she going to go up against Valentina Shevchenko for the third time? Or are we going to see a trilogy fight? with Julian Pena. I don't know, lots of options there. But yeah, you had that going on. And then Brandon Moreno, my man, <laughs> um, putting on a great performance against Kai Cara France. It was for the UFC interim flyweight belt because the champion, Davison Figueredo, was hurt. So you couldn't compete. So you had two of the best flyweights going at it. And Brandon Moreno won, won in the third round. Kai Carl France looked pretty damn good in that third round, though. He was very aggressive, and, you know, Brandon Moreno, it looked like he was out, but another guy, another warrior, a fighting champion, proving that he's the best flyweight or one of the best flyweights, that he wants that title back from Davison Figueredo. So we're going to see a fourth round between those two gentlemen at some point, probably towards the end of the year, probably start next year. But, yeah, that's going to be a good fight, and there are fights already I've seen. I've seen all of them. The, the draw uh, when Bram Moreno beat him, when Davidson Figueredo beat him. I mean, they've all been close fights. That's the thing. They've uh, they've all been close fights. It's nonstop action. Just two guys being the shit out of each other. It's fun, man. So they yeah, had this fourth fourth fight. It's going to be very interesting how that goes. So yeah, you got that. And then the Derek Lewis fight against a uh, Russian, that Russian dude, and forgot his name. But yeah, a very early stoppage. And you know, Dan. Mergliata, he's one of the best in the business. I like him as a ref, but he did stop that fight way too early. But it happens. You know, we're all humans. We make mistakes. Even Herb Dean, the best in the business, as I call him, because he's been around ever since I was a little kid. So, yeah, I'm not saying you're old, Herb, <laughs> but you are. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, best in the business. He makes mistakes sometimes too, you know. He stops fights early. But uh, Dan Mergliata, one of the, you know, he's, he's another great ref. He stopped that fight way too early, in my opinion, but it is what it is. So, yeah, you had that going on last Saturday, and now, you know, this Saturday, this Saturday we got fight night. We got Santos versus Hill, so that should be a good one. Next Saturday, you got Cheeto Vera going up against the veteran Dominic Cruz. That should be an interesting one. We'll see what happens there. And then the following Saturday, August 20th, you got 
Kamaru Usman versus Leon Edwards for the UFC welterweight title. I think Usman's going to take care of business there. So you got that. And then September 3rd, you got UFC Fight Night in Paris, France. You got Cyril Gan going up against Tua, Tua, uh, Tua, Tua, Tua Vasa. That should be an interesting one as well. And then September 10th, you got... Kamzat Chemaev going up against Nate Diaz. I don't know why they booked that fight. I mean, Jesus. You know, I really hope Nate Diaz survives, but I don't think he will. Um, I saw the odds coming out, and, yeah, Chemaev is like a minus 1,100, and, like, Diaz is like a plus 750 or 700. So, obviously a huge favorite for Chemaev. So, you got that fight. should be, ugh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm actually kind of scared for that one, but... You got that, and then October 22nd, a stacked fight card for UFC 280. You got Charles Oliveira versus Islam Mikachev for the UFC lightweight title. That should be a very interesting one. Uh, Islam opens up as a favorite, though. So Charles Oliveira is the underdog coming into this one. So that should tell you something right there. So you got that, and then you got Bilal Muhammad going up against Sean Brady. That should be a good one. Pierre Yan going up against Sean O'Malley. That should be a good one. And then you got Benel Dariush going up against Metuez uh, Gamrut. I know I butchered that, but that should be a good one as well. And then, yeah, so another good, another good fight card there towards the end of October. And then... The one I'm really excited about is the one that's going to happen in Madison Square Garden in November. I think it's the November 12th, if I'm not mistaken. Let me check this. Let me check this uh, schedule here. So yeah, November 12th, UFC 281 from Madison Square Garden. You got Israel Adesanya defending the middleweight title against Alex Pereira. It was announced yesterday, yesterday late afternoon. That should be a good one. I really hope Israel kind of loses. You know, I, I mean, his last few fights have been boring, man. I mean, I'll be I'll be very honest with you. I mean, he doesn't strike. He just taps, taps, taps. He gets the points and does his job and goes with his game plan. But Alex Pereira looked like a savage against Sean Strickland. So that that was uh that was definitely a statement fight for him. But yeah, it should be an interesting one with that. I don't think uh I think people are sleeping on Alex Pereira. You know, I might not bet because you know I I didn't bet last weekend for UFC 277 and I actually enjoyed watching the fights. <laughs> yeah, believe that. I actually enjoyed myself, so I might not bet on that card as well. I might not bet for the rest of the year, but we'll see. Obviously, impulses take over and you put a couple <laughs> a couple hundred bucks down on a fighter and we'll see what happens, but yeah, we'll we'll see. But then and then you have that same card. You got that same pay per view. You got Dustin Poirier going against going up against Michael Chandler. I mean, it's that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be fireworks. That's gonna be a back and forth brawl. And I don't know who's gonna win that one, man, because they're really kind of like the same fighter in a way. Very aggressive, very quick. Got lots of power. I mean, just relentless. Their conditioning is top-notch. That's going to be a hell of a fight. I wouldn't be surprised if that's fight of the year. I mean, last year it was Justin Gaethje versus Michael Chandler. That was the best fight I've seen in a long time. It was definitely the best fight in 2021 by far. So Dustin Poirier, Michael Chandler could possibly be fight of the year as well. So that's on that card as well. I don't think it's confirmed yet, but it's more than likely going to happen. I mean, it's Madison Square Garden, one of the most iconic 
venues in all of in all of America and in the entire world. I mean, you gotta make that happen. I mean, that's big money right there. So yeah, you got that. But yeah, that's really uh, <laughs> that's the UFC schedule. Lots of great fights, lots of great pay per views, some championship fights, some big names going at it. You know, kicking ass, taking names, winning championships, making a name for yourself. That's what the UFC is all about. It's so fun to watch. I love it, man. But, yeah, that's your UFC schedule basically for the rest of the year, the main the main fights there. So you got that. But, yes, it is that time. So thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, my fans, the guys, the girls out there. Thank you so much for joining us today. It was a great, great episode. Lots to discuss lots have happened in the past month but yeah be on the lookout for another episode we're going to try to do an episode every saturday around 10 o'clock in the morning and i'll post the episode on spotify apple Podcasts, and our new home iHeartMedia. so download that app right now guys time the prize is on there spread the word we're on iHeartMedia. this episode will be on there after i get done editing it and stuff and yeah stream away <laughs> stream away my friends but yeah thank you guys so much football's back Woo! i'm so excited you got some ufc fights coming up and then obviously we got all the other sports out there we got baseball you know obviously the Derek jeer documentary has been a good one falling behind a little bit on that but gotta watch that and then obviously you got baseball games the tigers are trash nothing new there but <laughs> you got that and then yeah, a bunch of other stuff going on. So, yeah, be on the lookout for that. And then, yeah, if you guys know any more TV shows out there <laughs> that I could watch, let me know. I'm watching The Boys right now on Amazon Prime. Good show so far. I'm on Season 2, almost done with Season 2. So I'll be definitely watching away. So, yep, thank you guys so much for joining The Brys, main guy Zach. Zach Bryce here on Guys Time of the Prize on the August 6th edition of Guys Time of the Prize. Like I said, we'll have a new episode. Episodes coming out Saturday mornings, so be on the lookout for that. Yeah, we're not fucking around anymore. We missed a whole month of July. We ain't doing that shit no more. So yeah, expect more episodes. You guys have been great. Thank you guys for the support. Spread the word. Guys Time of the Prize. You guys enjoy the day. Be safe out there. And peace. We're out.